This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Always wanted to hear the real deal when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and physical well-being? This is Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. Really they don't pull any punches. You'll only get the truth about how you get healthier, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And now, here's Tasha Makia and Big Dave. We're back, baby, Big Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by your girl Tasha Makia. We are here. Right, real, real quick, let's get to business. We're super excited because we're changing up locations. March 7th, we are taking Super Circus Saturday to Aurora. Aurora, Colorado. A-Town is in the house. And where exactly are we going to be at, D? Mississippi and 225 in that region. So Chambers in Mississippi. Chambers in Mississippi. Yeah. Take and make sure you check in at 945. We're going to have some awesome vendors out there. You want to throw that down real quick, D? We got... Uh, Who? Mad Dog. Mad... It's not Mad Dog. <laughs> Boy, Jesse. Junkyard is going to be there. Junkyard yes. training with uh, Cryo chamber nice uh, that's cupping, been amazing massage so look to them cupping? for that cupping they do badass can cupping. i do cupping you can do cupping with this yeah uh-huh. okay i'm gonna yeah, do cupping a bunch okay. of like leopard spots i don't mind it you look hot with that i think i will I, with your skin the puerto rican <laughs> see through yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah transparent pretty much okay. thanks dave God. damn it she got me off topic <laughs> here she always does that shit that's what she does um so we got <laughs> jimmy johns my boy chris is gonna oh, have I love jimmy johns. sandwiches out there that's for everyone to mow on before and after yep we got revive md testosterone hrt clinic shout out to todd and Susie and the group over there yeah. they're gonna be there doing out free b12 shots on that was, site that was a really good hit it was a really great was hit really i good. forgot to get mine i was so excited with everything that was going on so we're, make we're sure you meet us morning. out there march 7th is gonna be awesome make sure you come on out for crunch fitness on chambers in mississippi check-in time is 9 45 all right so let's get to it we're really really excited we have a special guest in the building today and when it comes to fitness fitness is not just always about the physical it can be a lot deeper and Sometimes it all starts in the mental, and that's what actually brings you to this beautiful place called the gym where you kick your own ass to get through some of your own things. So today we have special guests in the building, a friend of the show, a friend outside the show, too. Her name is Chelsea, personal trainer, management, and all that. Welcome, Chelsea. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so blessed to be here. So I'm excited because childhood traumas can truly affect so many different people in so many different ways. So today she's here to talk about that, talk about substance abuse, how she got through her journey, and 
if she can do it, you can do it too. Now, I was talking to my boss, and he didn't tell me anything about the story, and so I decided to reach out to Chelsea over the weekend just to get a little bit of tidbits, and I said, oh my gosh, this is a story we have to share on the podcast, and we're so excited to have you here today. So with your struggles, where did it start for you? How did it start for you? So um, long, long, long story, mm-hmm. um, way, way back. So I think my struggles started with um, insecurities, self-worth, you know, mm-hmm. everything that everybody touches on at some point in time in their life um, started way back in my youth. Um, I remember earliest, you know, eight, nine years old feeling very fat, very unworthy, very um, just unliked. Um, and I was, I was an obese kid, but um, it, it just dug to another level that started creating some really uh, deep insecurities. And um, I remember always trying to search for the quick fix, uh, whatever diet, you know, whatever exercise, something. And I was too young to even understand what any of this meant, right. much less, you know, apply it at Um, eight or nine years old yes what made you think like that at that age you know what I go back to thinking a lot of it had to do with uh my dad which we've grown from then you know just and then media Mm. kind of you know placing what you think you should be and all those expectations that you think you should look like which is it's crazy it's silly and that's you know social media and stuff too yeah you Mm -hmm. have to really pay attention to what it is that's real and what's not real and what expectations are for who you are so yeah I remember you know dabbling in like drinking slim fast at like eight years old and then you know just trying to always fix something that didn't really need to be fixed you're supposed to be playing sports and stuff at eight getting dirty right right playing outside yeah and then i remember you know being teased you know you go back to bullying and stuff that's really prevalent right now i know that we've had a lot of like suicide stuff going on in elementary schools middle schools so it's a big deal it's Mm -hmm. a big deal that is underplayed and not recognized to be dealt with um, enough but um Mine uh, was kind of a slower progression, and it was dealt with by myself. But so it, it progressed into. Um, I think I, I started using. So I started smoking pot and drinking, um, probably at about ten, and then it progressed pretty fast. The first time that I used, um, and this I went looking for something to, to fix what I thought was such an issue with myself. Um, I started using hard stuff at eleven, and I went searching for something that I'd heard about on TV from one of my favorite actresses and um, wow it was you know amphetamines and stimulants um and i remember all i heard was that this this stuff was going to help me lose weight this fast and i didn't stick around to hear that it ruined her life and she went to jail and i you know i, I literally i remember watching this episode you, you i heard what i wanted i went right. to the phone and i i found what i wanted and um very very quickly it progressed into um me becoming addicted to losing weight versus you know the actual substance in the drug and then um right so at this point, you know, fast forward a couple of years, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, you know, using just barely skating by in school and whatnot. But I got sick of seeing my quote unquote friends, you know, go to jail or disappear, die or one of the two. So I right. decided to quit using uh, the hard stuff. And right. um, so I just quit. And I remember I used to boast about uh, just quitting and not having to go to rehab, not having to do any of that stuff. I just just white knuckled it. Yep. Did yeah. it on my own. And then I went on to live what a semi normal life would have been. You know, I graduated from high school. I went to college. Um, I got into the medical world. Uh, I was a scrub nurse for six years, but I, I remember through that time, this nine years of not using what I now know is 
uh, dry addict because I, I definitely recognize myself as somebody who lives in recovery mm. um, and working on a program for myself that keeps me healthy, um, mind, body, and soul. But yeah. during those times, um, the nine years that I I wasn't using, I remember still, I went back to my old thoughts and behaviors of diets and exercises and, and quick fixes of, you know, always trying to find relief outside of myself mm. and never really realizing that the onions the the layer of the onion is the deeper part the core is what needed to be dealt with Mm -hmm. otherwise it was going to be this rat race of uh trying to always band-aid a superficial something that was really you know it was much more Mm -hmm. and um every human being we have the same emotions we have the same feelings Mm -hmm. they may be brought up in a different light because of different you know issues but at the end of the day everybody has sadness everybody has insecurities everybody has fear and uh, we all deal with it in a certain way um, or don't deal with it right. in a certain way. Which is not good. Right. Because right. it comes back somehow, some Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Right? In some fashion. Right. You know, some kind of coping skill. And um, I think there's more to that than, I think more people don't deal with it. Right. And then they try to numb it. Yes. But then you're numbing it somehow. And, yes. and it comes back. Yeah. Ten yep. times worse. Yeah. A year, two years, three yep. years right. down the road yep. when you're in a relationship or you have children yep. or something like that. And then now you have that on top of the addiction that you never took care of absolutely so that's a lot of layers and we all have this pride thing where we think that you know or we isolate ourselves where we think that i'm the only one that's dealing with this i'm the only one that has fear around this i'm the only one that's struggling with this and that's so not true no it's not you know everybody's struggling with stuff and the more that we talk about it the more that you bring it to a head so it can be dealt with Mm -hmm. you find the solutions you be more a part of the solution orient than the problem and you realize you know? you're not alone I yes i think that that's where social media actually is yes. beneficial uh, it, it has I, its I ups think, and downs think, yeah, yeah for does, sure i think that it I agree. can be yeah beneficial in the standpoint of i'm mm-hmm. not alone yes you know now granted some people utilize it as a crutch and look yes. at me look at me and yeah. attention right blah, 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 blah. right yes. right the people that are actually on there mm-hmm. like yourself that have pulled yourself out and and Mm -hmm. done an amazing job with it and and, you know i know chelsea on a personal level you know when she very first started with us and we've known each other for over a year now and and, i mean you have come amazingly so far and i've been one of your biggest fans as you well know and and i always will be and but the biggest thing is and and is that i think that that's where i think the twitter and the facebook and the and the the um the the apps that you Mm -hmm. can see now that's what it should be used for. For the good. Positive. Yeah, yeah for the f- the sharing. But then you have these asses that basically come on and start talking garbage yeah. and don't yeah. rear their head because yeah. they have a platform that they don't have to be uh, held accountable for what they say. Right. And that's where it becomes such a They make everything look glittery aspect. and right. shiny are instead so of... quick to jump right. on someone and call them out. Oh, yeah. But yet they're behind a keyboard or they're behind... A, a, a facade that yeah. you know they don't have to be accountable for yeah. their actions or what right. they say and a lot of them that do that have never been in the situation that you have been in or mm-hmm. other people that have dealt with the same type of situation that you mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. to the level that you have yeah, i mean right. it's one thing to say oh i have a problem and i'm addicted to this and and okay that's cool you can cope with it and get over it but we're talking a whole nother level yeah here. when you're transparent like right. you and that's I, a whole and, different and such a, story a, such an amazing accomplishment right. i can't really tell you enough how proud i personally am of you and these guys are of you that's Thank why we you. brought you on because again there's so many different levels and I yeah. mean, you hit that level that a lot of people do hit but they don't want to 
succumb to it yeah. and admit it and call themselves well, out see, over it. See, and this is the big thing in recovery is you have to hit the point of surrender. You You'll hear that it. word in recovery. You, you have right. to I like surrender. Yeah. Because once you surrender, yeah. you literally open the floodgates for accepting what is to come. Yeah. She makes me surrender. Oh, I've seen it. She makes me surrender all the time. I've seen it. So I deal with them, number two. I've seen like, it. Like, I got to surrender her. I got to surrender her. First of all, I'm surrender to you. It's like, then I got Victor, the Peloton boy in the office over there. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. It's acceptance. It's acceptance. And you know, like, my first go around when I had, you know, the nine years, I hid it. I hid my old past. I hid my addiction um, that I'd gone through because I, I still wasn't relating. And I, I didn't, I don't know, I was ashamed of it. But I think it's because now that I'm in recovery, I feel like it's because I had reservations. Mm. And I had reservations about what I wanted to come. And I didn't want to fully accept yeah. and surrender mm-hmm. that I had this problem. There were deeper levels to it right. that I didn't you want to, peel to them look all at. Back. Yep. You know, I let me ask you yet. this. At 11 years old, yep. I mean, my son, London, is 11 years old. And when you're telling your story, I'm thinking about London yeah. and his mentality and his innocence. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and then you say nine, and I'm thinking of my son, Dylan. Dylan is still playing with trucks. And, yep. you know, he's, he's into his camouflage. Like, there's yep. so their innocence. Like, how did you, at 11, innocence, with that innocence, how did you hide that? You know, there was a lot going on. Um, How did you know to hide it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not common for an yeah. 11 year old to yeah. be so fast out right. of the Because right. kids can't lie I for shit. Well, I don't agree with that. I'm a, I, don't I still agree can't lie. I'm a grown ass mom, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how did you, how did no, you do that? Like, most kids are not going to go grab a Slim yeah. Fast out of the fridge and drink so that as a drink of choice. My dad bought Slim Fast for me. Oh, this is good. I'm going to drink the shake. Yeah. But for someone like you, my dad was the one that bought the Slim Fast for me. Like, I remember struggling and telling him like dad I don't feel worthy I don't feel I feel fat and he would there's nothing with parents and like who we idolize you know my dad would uh shame heavy people in front of me uh. and I was you know and I would be identifying with these these people in front of me and then I would tell him and then he would turn around and get me slim fat it was just this wicked battle right. he was feeding the the, the, the machine yeah, so even though he's not speaking of you he's speaking of you when right. he's speaking right. of these people right inadvertently yeah. he had no heavier set person yes but look at my daughter over here she's kind of heavy uh. too so this is what we'll do for you to try and make amends and it was make a it, whole yeah. connection make you and, mo- yeah mm-hmm. right, right. yeah I don't know and then like I lived in two separate households and um my mom, who had um, primary custody, she had a lot going on, and she was working, you know, full-time, a couple jobs, and I was kind of uh, taking mm. care of my younger sister, so I was much more um, in an adult <laughs> than a child. Yes. So yes. it was easier for you it to hide. Much quickly, easier. You had to mature much to easier. take care of her yeah. because mm-hmm. it was kind of a broken yeah. situation yeah. for both sides. Right. It wasn't hard at all. Right. I, I rarely saw my dad growing up early on. Um, it was like one time a week when I was younger, right. um, and so it was, it was kind of easy, but at the same time, like, uh, we talked about, you know, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was that typical, what the stereotype is of, of an, uh, an addict that right. uses that, you know, gets the look and gets the sick, you know, yeah. look. And I, um, I lost weight and I felt good. And, uh, you know, there were certain signs that I'm sure that, um, my parents, they, after talking with them, they kind of would you know, turn a, a blank eye just because mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do. Right. Um, and they didn't also, they had that same thing. Like, they, she, it's 11, 12 years old. Like, that can't be the thing. That right. can't be what's going on. That's it has not to be even what's else. happening here. Yeah. Right. Kind of just swiping under the rug. Right. 
So, um, but yeah, so fast forward um, to, you know, not dealing with the issues, band-aiding the problem, so on and so forth. And I kept trying to seek outside of myself um, to fix all these underlying issues of self-worth. It all goes back to self-worth. Mm-hmm. And um, so fast forward and uh, I got, you know, I was living the quote-unquote American dream, got married. Mm-hmm. Um, we got pregnant on the honeymoon, we had a house, cars, great jobs, the mm-hmm. whole shebang, right? Still wasn't happy with myself. Inside, um, yeah. Just wasn't, I smoked. I, I drank a lot. You're I was still yourself to a lot of people. Oh yeah, all the time, all the time. I That's never. Thing yep. Too. Comparing, yeah, and always idolizing things that you have no idea what somebody's right. going through. Right. Like you have it's, no idea what you it see is. The surface level, right? But you right. don't see the internals, and I think that's one right. thing that we really try and do with this yeah. particular show that we do is mm-hmm. kind of like you said, and I think you, you really hit the nail on the head with the whole onion analogy. Right. It's a perfect analogy. You know, we try and help people pull that. Mm-hmm. Layers back and get to the root of the issue. Yes, of so you can live. Yes. Yeah, being yes. critical of themselves mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yes. So it's like you bring up a very, yes. very valid point. So yeah, so um. I got pregnant, and this is where it all kind of started to rear its ugly head again. Oh. Um, at my heaviest, after I had my wonderful daughter, Kyla, um, I was at 253 pounds was my heaviest. Mm-hmm. And I'm five foot one, guys, so mm-hmm. I showed every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Felt every bit of it. Oh, I was more than curvy. I was more than curvy. Curves coming for days. More than curvy. You make me sick. So you know those moo's? You know those moo's that you can buy from 7-Eleven? That like, what for is like, a like one of those what like... the Hawaiian people wear? Yes. Okay, okay. okay. I have one of them. It's like a paper towel whole cut Yes. First of all, they're cute. I have like four. <laughs> and I wear them with heels and cute jeans, brother. So I can only okay. fit into one. The on. That's all that I could wear. That's all I could wear was Shout one. Shout out to a boo wearing Right, because it's comfortable. Yes. It's covering yes. you up. And it's it's, it's not, yeah. not form-fitting. But right. I hate it. You have to be so critical. People right. are going to be like, oh, my Lord. Well, I didn't yeah. have money to go get a new like right. wardrobe right. either. So right. it, it just manifested into this, you know, more. And it just brought back up that internal onion. Yeah. So, long story short, go back in my first day back from a cover, um, from maternity leave, and um, series of events, I uh, lost my job of six years. I actually relapsed on the hard stuff that day. Wow. And um, it was a combination of just not feeling worthy, uh, kind of my one thing that was my identity still that I had was gone, and then I'm sitting here, you know, 150 pounds heavier, and um, I just was feeling just icky, and... Uh, Yep, I went to the one thing that I I knew was going to, I thought, offer me relief. Right. And uh, off and on, off and on, you know, I um, hit it when I got a new job, and then I was losing the weight, and it sucked because everybody around me was like, oh, what are you doing? You look great. I'm like, oh. The compliments. Yeah, the com- yeah and it was just fueling that. Yep. yeah. And it was, it's so unhealthy to a fact that it's fueling this um, this this baloney, yeah. <laughs> you know, baloney uh, band-aid. So... Long story short, that all fell apart, and um, I ended up getting, I lost everything. I, I ended up getting a divorce. Um, I, you know, lost my other, my next job that I got at the hospital. I I'm going to stop yeah, right yeah. there for a second, because I want to interrupt. Yeah. Which I'm really good at doing. But. Mm-hmm. Oh, we know. We know that. Oh, <laughs> oh, we know. Have mercy. I will turn the mics off. <laughs> Whatever. Look, we on. love you. You know what, everybody out there? It says Big Dave's Power Half Hour, okay, everyone? Hosted in by. This. Oh, you know yes, what? Sir. Don't make me go get Victor. Tasha McKee. <laughs> go get him. Victor in here. But no, real talk. It's, I want to stop you for a second because mm-hmm. I want to touch on what you just said. I got divorced. Yeah. Not to bring yep. up a sticky subject. Nope. But, mm-hmm. but it's a real. lot of people can... Yep relate to this right 
how long do you feel or what are the steps do you feel that the other spouse is supposed to do yeah, because yeah, you know yeah. I am a very like caring individual when it comes mm-hmm. to my relationships, yep. and and I am the first one to give mm-hmm. my family, as you all guys yeah, all know, all of you guys you. are my family, mm-hmm. the shirt off my back, and and mm-hmm. you know you call yourself out to these people, and you become transparent. Mm-hmm. Tasha is like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. You are very close to me. Victor is like a damn mm-hmm. big brother to me. Mm-hmm. How long and how? much mm-hmm. is a spouse supposed to take That's on a lot. That's before a they're like question. you know yep. like i've been here with you through this yep. and then now you relapsed yep. again yeah and and it's like, what about my life? Yep. What about my that's, mental? You know, and, and that's I'm exactly not calling what happened. You out by no, no, any no, means, no, absolutely. But I, I want to play that devil down. No, no, you know, it's true. No, it's what happened. That are listening, probably going yeah. like, you know what? My what, wife what about and my me? husband right. going what, through what, that. What about yep. me? And it's like, you know, yep. we have such a precious yep. short amount of time here yep. that we all keep realizing because it's thrown in our face yes. on a daily basis. Dude. And I mean, you know. It's one of those things that yes. I think that really you can probably attest yeah. to it more so than anybody. Yeah, she's the best person to right? answer because it. Because it's like, mm. how yes. much does your husband, boyfriend, yep. fiance have to go yep. through that right. to finally say, you yep. know what? What about my yep. life here? Yeah. So if I had to answer like that, it's when they're done because I and now my, and everybody's life's yeah, different. Yeah, and right. everybody's yep. life's different. Yeah, yep. that's true. My ex-husband and I were friends. Now we were that's friends so before. Good. That's yeah. so good. That's so good. Especially with the kids. Yeah, and he um he we so long story short, back in the day we used together. Uh, we both went on our own paths. We both got clean in different ways, and then we just by chance revisit. That's how we end up together. But. That was kind of the conversation was when he found out what was going on, he, he told me, he's like, I cannot be with somebody using. You know wow, what? Wow. I can't. But yeah. he was a previous user. Yes. Yeah. So yes. he cleaned like, himself yes. up. Right. Yes. But, but he was like, like, I'm done with this. It's like, you know what? Yes. Look, like, I yes. was bad with you. Yes. Which, and I don't want to be there right. anymore. And I'm done. And that's yeah. why. you got to get your shit yep. together because I'm not yep. going to keep doing this. Yep. God bless. And yes. it just, it was, we both handled it in, um, and we've come to, to amends. We've had conversations yeah. where we both kind of owned our part because both of us sucked at dealing with what happened. Yeah. Um, if we lot. could go back and do it again. But that's where living in the moment and like kind of just finding gratitude in situations that happen. I look back and we weren't, we weren't supposed to be together. Like we weren't, we were on different paths and it just, unfortunately. Timing. Yeah. It, it yeah. happened this it way. It does. But... It crossed that path. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like fate. Yeah. kind of like, you know, some people yep. don't believe in fate. Some people don't believe in like. The I do. Yeah. I'm a romantical person. Yeah. And like people say, well, if you put it out there, then it'll come true and you yeah. keep thinking about it. It's like yeah. a dream But no real talk. It's like, yeah. it's funny because, you know, we laugh and we joke around yeah. and stuff like that and try and make light of such a serious topic because mm-hmm. you kind of have, have to. to in a oh, way. you have to. Because, you know, with this day mm-hmm. and age, like we said before, mm-hmm. it, it is such a, a, a time-sensitive time right now. Everybody's on edge. You yeah. know, whether they're going through addiction or they're going through financial loss or relationship loss or medical problems. Yeah, everybody and, has you know, something. Everybody has something. Yep. And, you know, so I guess my question to you then is, Becoming friends with him, mm-hmm. how long did it take for him to accept mm-hmm. you back mm-hmm. into his life? And mm-hmm. how I know how I am, and I know that if I was in a relationship and and and, mm-hmm. and, and agree or disagree with this, Tosh, that you had so much love for someone and watching them disintegrate in front of you. Yeah. You know, you gotta finally say, yep. Okay, enough is enough. I gotta yep. look at my life. Yep. Right. But then that person comes back mm-hmm. and they're better than ever. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and let's say they're in, in, an, in another relationship mm-hmm. or they may not be in another relationship. Mm-hmm. And we've had this discussion, yep. uh, uh, you know, personally. 
how hard is it to not want to rekindle that with that person mm -hmm. because you guys had so much in common yeah. and you know granted that wasn't the platform yeah. and foundation of the relationship but it ended up mm -hmm. becoming somewhat of a platform yeah. to for both of you but i guess my question to you is is how hard is it to try and not get back with that person mm -hmm. Because you have so much in common. You have a kid you know, together. Right, you have a kid together. History. You're married. Yeah. You, know, you know each other. And granted, people change. Yeah. But Honestly, it's simple for me. And I don't think it's like this for every situation. But like I said before, I feel like a lot of the uh, the series of events that led to the using and the, the couple of years of chaos led also into me not being true to myself. So like I said, we weren't we were meant to be together. We're friends. We're meant to be friends for sure. It got so bad that like I literally lost everything and I was gone for so long out of my ex-husband's life, right. out of You're my out daughter's of life. Yeah, I went You're to, off the yeah, grid. I was in, I was gone, like whether it was in my addiction or gone from the repercussions of my addiction, if you right. know what I mean, at a right. little stay. Just doing your own thing. Yeah. And um, so by the time that I, I literally reached what they call the bottom, I had to reinvent myself and I really spent the time that, um, so I, I got um. I ended up at the Haven Pier 1 program. I'm totally going to play them today because they oh, it saved it. my life. It's talk one of the... So where, where are yeah. they and, and what do they do? So it is, um, it's a halfway house slash recovery house. It's the hardest one in the country, but it's a behavior mod program. Mm -hmm. um, it's out at the old Fort Logan base, but um, it is... Um, they're really trying to push for recovery versus incarceration. Um, they're trying to do rehabilitation versus um, like just putting them away and then letting them back out. If you're not doing something to kind it's of a waste of time, yes, and, and, and we, money, and that's been proven. Mm -hmm. you know. So. I, if you use it, it absolutely works. But um, during this time, to to get back and answer your question, I was there from. Um, Late 2017, till I just graduated last December. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank yes. you. It's a hard That's awesome. program, man. During this time, I really used the time to break myself down and pick apart my brain, my soul, my heart about what it is that, why? Like, why did this all happen? And the, the issues that, you know, we talked about that people that brings up those emotions that cause the feelings that we band-aid mm. and um with that what i one of the things that i found out was that my husband and i had nothing in common like everything that i value and that i wanted we did not you mean after yeah, yeah. like after. we yeah i i didn't know who i was and right. i kept trying to be everything to everybody else so you grew apart you disconnected oh yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's where but when you clear the now. air you realize yeah. yo we yeah. really yeah. didn't yeah. have this much yeah we have right. a great we, friendship we had, we right 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 together, right and right. that was brilliant and i know i right. could rely on you right. for that right. Right. Exactly. Well, we, and we drank together that was the thing too so like even though i had were kind of the key and this is why i'm such a big promoter of recovery and i'm not saying this is for everybody but for me i knew that i had to take away all mind body altering substances i used to smoke like a chimney i used to drink like a fish after i even used because i was still band-aiding stuff mm -hmm. um and now i you know it's rare that i take an ibuprofen but what my my fuel what my drug is is leading into it fitness mm -hmm. um once i got in and i was uh locked down for a little bit i really was like all right chelsea you're gonna you're gonna do this the right way and i started studying health and fitness so with you let me mm -hmm. let me go back just yep. a minute with you reinventing yourself what what triggered you to do that like like 
where did the idea come from? Did someone say, hey, you know what? This yeah. is what's the best thing to do. Find the good yeah, parts of yourself. Yeah, maybe there was someone that was like, hey, girl, you, know you should come I mean? to the gym yeah. with me. Or, hey, girl, maybe yeah. you should look into working like, out. Yeah. So, to get, like, right down to the nitty-gritty. So, no, I was actually in jail. And I knew I was going to be in there for a little bit. And um, I was like, well... What are you going to do to utilize your time? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? The one thing that you've never done, Chelsea, you've never put in the work and done it the right way. Mm. It's a long process. I always wanted a quick fix. So I started literally any time I could, I would beg the the guards for um, like men's health or women's health magazines. I would, anytime the book cart came around, I'd study anything that had to do with health and fitness. I was trading everybody my cookies for their vegetables and like doing like anything I could. Yes. Don't listen to that. You know what? I'm going to intervene here. Um, Don't listen to that. Eat your cookies. cookies. And you can still have vegetables too, but eat your cookies. Green stuff is gross. No, I'm not only playing. I'm only playing. Eat your vegetables. Yes. Yes. And, but you're allowed to splurge. Absolutely. You don't have to be Eat your Big Macs, everyone. You know <laughs> so this. For you being in jail, yeah. now you're in jail. Yep. Now you're switching out things just to feed yourself. Yeah. Like, how important was being consistent for you? It was very, it was very important. And I actually, what's funny is that, and ironic is that. What got me through then is what continues to get me through out here too. Is it's the routine and the habit that I built from it, and the I look forward to it. I look forward to the structure. I look forward to knowing that this is something I I have control over. Like I have control over how I treat myself and I enjoy treating myself well. It used to be a punishing aspect of like when you smoke and you drink, you feel like crap and you don't eat yeah. well, and you don't exercise, you don't take care of yourself, like. It fuels the the unworthiness, that deep layer of the onion. I think that that's one thing that a lot of people do not understand with starting a fitness journey. Let me clarify this for people. When you start the fitness journey, no one's forcing you to do it. Right. No one's forcing you to go to the gym. No one's forcing you to eat six times a day. Right. No one's forcing you to eat clean. Right. It's a lifestyle choice. Yep. And whether you admire someone or you start getting into it because of a situation like you were into, it should it should always be a positive thing because no one's forcing you to do it. No, you should look at you should look at the the aspect Mm. and say what am I getting out of this? Not right. what Tosh is getting out of it mm-hmm. or what is yes. Chelsea getting out of it or yes. what is Big D getting out of it. It's what you're personally getting out of it. Yes. And I think that's one problem that we're having as well with so many people getting started and then falling off the bandwagon, especially with the new year yes. and all that kind of stuff, is that, well, I don't see the gains and I'm not going to look like her or I'm not going to look like him yeah. and I can't do outside that because of I yourself. can't afford it. You're still so looking outside you know, yourself. With it, I'm not going to yeah. do it. Right. And, and I think but you, you beat yourself a, down right, before you right. can even get there. Yes. It's almost like you're already putting yourself in a negative, yep. you know, connotative way yep. before yes. you even start. Yes. And that's why I wanted to intervene because I think you're a perfect example of, you know, I have nothing better to do with my time. So I'm going to utilize it in the best way possible for Chelsea. Yep, yeah. May not work for your cellmate, yep. may not work for the CEO, because let's be real. How many CEOs you see that are right. that? Oh, right. No. All right, let's be, yep. let's be real here. Okay? They ain't running after yep. nobody. No, 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 there ain't nobody off on this Don't pick me up in the white bands, okay? Just yep. leave the white bands alone, boys. Yep. You know, but no, in all seriousness, it's like, you know, you look at people out there, and it goes right back to what you were talking about before, being so judgmental. Yep. I am the first one to call myself out. Everyone knows me. I call myself out. Right. I am very critical of certain people people 
and I have no right to be. And I think when you start calling yourself out, you you be honest with yourself. That's the best. You're no better, you're the no best better thing than the other ever. person. Nope. And that's one thing that I can attest my fiance uh, is helping me with because that's been something, I think, because I was small when I started. I was small as hell. And, you know, people look at me now and they're like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. But yep. there is a way. Yep. And it's just like you. You are 240 yep. pounds. No, 253 pounds. At, at pregnant weight, yeah. and I'm sitting right next to Chelsea. Chelsea's the size of my arm. Okay, <laughs> so that being said, it's just like you finally said, you know what? That's yeah. it. Enough. Enough. Yeah. Enough. And, you make and, the lifestyle right, change right. choice. So it yeah. just goes to show you, everybody yep. out there, and, and everyone that emails us and talks to us and asks questions. Yep. It has to start with you. Internal. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry yep. about what the, the the Instagram and the social media nope. and celebrities that you may follow. Focus nope. on you. Yep. Yeah. Baby steps. Yep. Just like we always say. Yeah. Moderation. Yep. You started slow. Yep. You started to learn. And let me tell you what, guys out there. I've watched this girl start from pushing a mop. Yep. Okay. Yeah. In the gym. Janitor. All for right. a free Every membership. Every morning coming in, cleaning our gym. And there's certain people in the gym that took her under her, the wing yep. and really helped her. But to be honest with you, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your behind, you already knew what you wanted to do. Yeah. So when you and I started talking, yeah. mm-hmm. I already knew this girl was ready to roll. Yeah. And the first thing I said to her is, we need to get you trained. <laughs> and she looked at me and goes, I want to train. So yeah. bad. Oh, Dave, I just want to train. I want to help I'm people like, so I'm bad. Make it happen. Yeah. Because, yep. you know, when you do yep. it as long as I've done it, yep. you know, it's just like with you on the radio, Tosh, you know when you see someone or hear someone, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I that person has a, a, a voice for this. Mm-hmm. I that You have that ear. They have that. It's just like when yeah. I see someone in the gym training or, you know, your work ethic, whether it's in the gym or right. whether it's pushing a mop yep. as stupid as it may sound right now i treated it like my church start somewhere <laughs> yep. and you yep. did and you did an amazing yep. job and i cannot Thank tell you. you and everybody out there it is possible absolutely you just have to basically be closed-minded yep. and yep. just do it mm-hmm. and it yep. goes along with the training mm-hmm. the food yep. the diet everything yep. you and make it probably that lifestyle made commitment. you change yep. everything around and, and yeah. now that's what you yeah. do and now it's not even so interesting it's not even about the aesthetics anymore like it's great like i i look better than i ever have and i'm in my 30s i've never thought that i'd look this good but it has nothing to even do with that as much it's more of how i feel Someone and my lifestyle yeah you gotta feel it oh, everything you went through you're over here. inspiring okay. so you're saying i gotta what? move over because that, that booty started to push me out of the way i'm rolling over to the side here well, you can't hear me. It's because Chelsea's booty's pushing me all the way. Can you still hear me on mic, too? Oh, I specialize in glute exercises. Yeah. And I can attest that because I've seen her trainer glutes, and it's yes. nonstop. Yes. So, but yes, Tosh, it is, it's, I get more fulfillment out of um, the lifestyle that I've built for mm-hmm. myself through this. Like, it all started in a different spot, but now what keeps me here is the lifestyle that I've built for myself where... You know, it, it's growing pains with any kind of change like this. Like, there has been growing pains because it was uh, a little bit of a lonely road. And initially, you know, I got a lot of people laughing at me or saying I couldn't do it or this or whatever, X, Y, Z. But you know what? When you make that decision to make that lifestyle change because it's what you want, the, the world opens its doors, man. And it yeah. becomes such a beautiful and world. And all those people that were naysayers are yeah. now asking you, how did how you do it? How do you do it? it? What do you do? Can doing? I come in? Yep. Now Chelsea's running Colorado Springs Crunch. She's out yeah. there doing bigger things. And that, that, I'm telling you, man. And there, you know, for everybody that says like, well, there's always there's always an excuse, and I've had them. Whether it be I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't have the resources, I don't know what I'm doing. 
Neither did I. But once you make that lifestyle change mm -hmm. that no matter what, you are going to figure it out, you will figure it out, I promise you. So I I didn't have money for a gym membership, so what did I do the first time I could work as I was in the, you know, the Haven Pier 1 program? I'm going to work in a gym. I didn't care how, what, what position I was going to get. I was going to work in a gym. So Crunch Fitness offered me a janitor position. Nailed it. Okay, foot in the door. I'm going to work at this gym. Now, I'm around trainers. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to watch people. Yeah, leave me alone. Nope. <laughs> do you know what I love about you right. is that you were so determined. You didn't care where at the mm -hmm. bottom you started. You nope. just wanted to get a foot yep. in to get to where you, you wanted to go. Absolutely. Determined. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Determined yep. and committed. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that one word you used, you surrendered everything. Yep. Surrender. That's wow. For the lifestyle change. That gives me goosebumps. You know, you have to have some humility because you have to ask for help. Like, not everybody. I don't care what you look like or if you're a trainer or if whatever you are. Not everybody started here. We didn't walk into the gym with a handbook knowing what to do. Right. I asked questions. I looked like a fool a lot of the times. I, I have a broomstick practicing my lifts. I'm an Olympic lifter now, but I knew I wanted to do it. And I'd practice with a broom and asking mm. for help. I looked like, I, I'm sure I looked silly, but I didn't care because I wanted it. So if you ask for help, you'll get it. If you look for help, you'll get it. You just have to be committed enough to change your life and make that lifestyle change. And you'll get it. And it it happens a lot faster than you mm -hmm. think. And, um, you it's know, it, it, it's been such a beautiful ride. And I've had so much help. I, I, I love you guys. Um, Dave, Tosh, Crunch, everybody. I, I wouldn't have been able to be where I'm at. And this life has changed, um, and it's turned into something so much more. I just wanted to be healthy and happy and get out of my life of addiction. And now, you know, it's perpetuated into a situation where I am a trainer. Um, I'm, you You're know, helping I, other people yeah, heal yeah. in so many ways. Yep. They all have different whys. Yeah. You know, like, yep. let me ask you this. As a person that's gone through substance abuse, what do you, why do you think people are so embarrassed to talk about it? Shame, um, fear of judgment, fear of not being able to progress in their life, whether it be uh, social or whether it be um, through their job status or whatever the reason is. Um, fear, like everything results to fear. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the day, people will not progress living in fear and not being transparent. So with, with that... Are you, like, when you look at your life, like, wow, I'm so happy that I put my yeah. whole self out there. Like, I opened my entire book, every single layer. Mm -hmm. When you look at what you did and what you prob what you could have not done, yeah. like, how does that make you feel? Like, you could have been quiet yeah. about it. So, and that's how I was the first time, is I was quiet about the first couple of years, mm -hmm. you know, my first round. And it, it. It stayed and it it grew and it it kept festered. Boring. Yes. Oh. So this go around when I got into Crunch and I yeah. I met everybody that I worked with. I I'm an open book. Like I don't care. Like That's this it. is who I this am. Is me. This is what I'm going through. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is how I'm getting so there. Much more free. Yes. Yes. Instead of so yes. heavy and judged, yes. you've been toting mm -hmm. that around for years, yes. and now look at you. And and I've met so many people that I get fulfillment out of being able to be like, oh, yeah, I go through that, too. Oh, yeah, I feel that, too. Even I've been when I there. was the janitor, like, I used to just kind of walk around and talk about yeah. what I'm going through. She looked awesome when she walked around. <laughs> I didn't know. With the portable vacuum. <laughs> and she was doing lunges with the portable vacuum up and down our track. Oh, my You know gosh. what I'm saying? I mean, I was like, okay, gotta get this girl is committed. <laughs> yes. I got to talk to this girl for sure. But what I do, I have a question, yeah. and, and not to not to like open book yeah not to yeah. like like bring this down but but i think a lot of people will understand and, and relate to this so you get up to the top yeah and you're sitting pretty mm -hmm. tosh you know what i'm gonna say because you're with me all the time what in the event that you feel like you ever wanted to go back to that dark mm -hmm. place which of course 
you've compartmentalized it, you've sealed it off. Yeah, what do you do? It. Where do you go if you ever feel like everything's mm -hmm. kind of coming down on you again? Mm -hmm. Where most people would probably relapse again or mm -hmm. go to that place because true. they become numb and they become immune to life right. and existence. Like, right. well, I, I can do it this one time. What do you do? to get that, that demon yeah. out of that head to be like, yeah. you know what, Chels, yeah. let's roll. So actually it's um, lifting and um, going to the gym. It's definitely a huge building block in my maintenance plan. Right. However, um, so that's what you call it, a maintenance plan. Yeah, and recovery. Like, I live in recovery, and I, I genuinely feel like what that looks like for different people is different. However, if you're not working on your recovery, whatever that looks like for you, whatever kind of building blocks and support that you have, you're working on your next relapse. So for me, mm. I stay... To go back to that yes, again. Right. I stay very, very close um, knit with people that are struggling, that are new into recovery, that are um, mm -hmm. just kind of figuring it out and feeling it out. I stay very close and I... Um, I utilize the support that I have that mm -hmm. I've gotten and then I pass that along and I give that back to other people. And so many people are so yes. quick to be like, oh, that's stupid. And no. I'm not going to reach out to people. I don't that's need because that. They, it's just one time I'm going to go back to that. That's because they really don't want I it. I agree yeah. because they close yep. that off. It's right. like, I can do this on my own. Yep. No. But in all honesty, yep. you, really you really still need that you support really need that. system. Yeah. And you need that reminder in your face of, oh, I've been there and I don't want to go back. Yeah. Right. Like that. Right. I remember that. Right. So here, I'm going to I'm gonna pass this ball to you. We're going to play a game of basketball. I'm going to help you because eventually... I'm going to be in a bad place, and I want you to be okay to pass that ball back to me. And I think the me, one thing know? I will say, right. and of course I can't really answer this, but I can probably speak for you two. Tosh, definitely I can for you because I know you so well. Chelsea, definitely you as well because I know you so well as well. One thing I think we're leaving out, and this goes out to all the moms and dads out mm -hmm. there, you look at your kid. Yep. That's the biggest thing I Huge. feel. Not having kids, well, but being pushed to be like, it's time. Yep. Like, yeah, you're but old, you know, and roll. I gotta say this in all fairness, not this story is not about me. This is all about Chelsea's right. story. But I was in a relationship with a person who was on heavy drugs, mm. and it didn't matter. He's still a drug addict. Maybe to this not day. him, but I'm saying, as a mom, mm -hmm. there's that bond you guys have that nobody can break. And yeah. you know, I feel like maybe yourself, and and maybe you can just mm -hmm. talk on this quickly. Yep. Don't you think that looking at that child, knowing that they need you, that's a huge, huge, mm -hmm. like, don't do it. Just don't so, do it. But does it not really have an effect when you're that when far I, into it? When I relapsed, my child was six months old. Good question. And question. Yeah, no, it was a no, great question. No, it was question. a great question yeah. because and everybody's different. Yes. Right. Different answer. And yeah. so this is another uh like propellant of why I'm so big into health and fitness as well as my daughter mm -hmm. who is about to be six and um, I want to be able without forcing her I want to lead by example of what mm -hmm. is a healthy lifestyle what looks like so I bring her in the gym with right. me you I don't force see. yes you and I oh, yeah. you bring yes. the little guys to the yes. Yes. they love being there and you show them what to be about right. I mean what I grew up yeah. not that my parents my parents are fairly clean cut but they smoked they drank you know they weren't living a very healthy lifestyle my mom was a bartender so i grew up in a bar right. imagine that yeah so if my daughter grows up in a gym i'm hoping and it, she's so cute now like she does she she wants to eat healthy like mom she walks around the house and she'll be like mom mom can i eat this does it make me healthy does it make me strong yeah, feel my muscles <laughs> feel my exactly, muscles yeah. 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 if you integrate that at yep. young age yes like it becomes a part of the norm it's the norm, it's the norm. So it's like you know when they say oh yep. McDonald's is a special right. treat now. Right. Oh, my, and then a right. lot of kids will be like, I don't want that. And like, yeah. that's how my daughter is. That. Yeah. So that's I, how know, my sons are. Granted, do you have to take every fun thing out? No, of course no. not. 
But you got to be but a good example. I yes. think I think that yeah. more and more people, Chelsea, like you said, mm-hmm. and again, you you were really on point with this, especially with what we do. Mm-hmm. It, it, it starts with the parent. It starts with the people that you respect and you're around all the time. Yep. Your mentors. If you see them drinking all the time, you're gonna follow suit and yep. probably drink a little. You are where you surround yeah, you yourself are. with. And, and you know the that, is, really that is completely true. And you know, I just want all our listeners to understand. It's like you know, if you have a spouse or a partner, man or woman, and and they're not kind of following that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you don't have to. Right. You know, and they may make jokes of, about it, and they may yep. make stab at you so and make what? digs at you. Oh, you don't but drink, the reason you don't why, so The don't. reason why is because they're not disciplined yep. enough, yep. and they don't have the yep. commitment enough to yep. do it. It's just, and you know what? Yeah. And it's just, it's just them being biased because they're like, well, I don't know why you have to go so serious all the time. And it's like... Because this is what I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I'm serious so about my life. You got one or, life. Or yep. shut your mouth. Just exactly. either support it or shut up. And that's me. I agree. Yeah, exactly. And when you're getting those growing pains that I'm talking about, like, there's a simple saying that I, I still continue to use. When it's healthy for your life, the people that mind don't matter and the people that matter don't, don't mind. mind. Mm. So if they want to jump on your bandwagon and ride the train that you're about to lead into this healthy lifestyle, they will. And the ones that matter will stay around and they will join that travel with you. And if they if they don't, then they don't. Yeah. And it will filter out how it is. But once you make that lifestyle commitment, you are on the right path. Yeah. You will reap the rewards and the blessings later down the line but it is growing pains with any kind of change like that there's growing pains but you stay firm with what it is that your values Mm -hmm. your boundaries what your wants and desires are for you and um the people that want it will help propel you the people that don't they won't just fall off yep and you know sometimes it's a little bit harder than others because it might be a little bit closer significant others family members but at the same time you gotta find your respect right people you. yeah you gotta yeah. find your good people yep. you, got one you gotta find your people you yep. got one Bruh. go around yeah. you don't have to live you know for the people I'm saying you gotta yep. live that mama mentality you got one go around yep. exactly and shout out you know mm-hmm. Rest in peace, our boy oh, Kobe. I mean, gosh. I watched that tribute. That was it's rough. affected that was everybody rough. in I mean, so many different yep. ways. I love that boy. I mean, I grew up with him, and but that's a whole other subject. But yep. we have one life, and you got a second chance. You did. And you're you took a perfect advantage example of, it. Yeah. You're such of an taking advantage of it person. and really making yourself something out of it. Yeah. And I personally commend you. I've known you a long time, and, and I'm glad you're here with us. And when they told us that we were bringing you on, I was really elated because it's like, you deserve <laughs> to tell this story. And you have come so far, Thank and you. I yeah. cannot tell you how much respect, not only myself, but the whole group that yes. we are surrounded with at the gym do love and support you. Yeah, and we cannot exactly. tell you enough how You're an inspiration, honey. Seriously. So, I'm so thankful that you came today, definitely. that you opened up, you. that you're you, right now somebody's listening and you're actually helping them. Yeah. So in their head, probably right now they're listening. Yep. They're probably saying, where did Chelsea go? How can I get in contact with Chelsea Absolutely. so I can get into that type of lifestyle and start walking the Absolutely. right way? So what is your social media so everybody can yeah, follow you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram or on Facebook. It's super simple. It's Chelsea Secord, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-S-E-C-O-R-D. Um, I am an open book. I am here to help. That's honestly how I get fulfillment. And I I how find yeah, I find payment in helping people. So oh whether gosh. it be in the gym, yes. um, you know, I, I'm down in the springs. I work at, a, I'm the GM down at Crunch North Colorado Springs, but I am all over the place. I live in Aurora. So, you know, I am, I'm here to help. Like that is, it, it brings meaning to what happened. It brings meaning to the unfortunate series of events that happened the past several years. It it makes it all worthwhile that I get to help people going through 
anything that's similar and get them on the other side. That's there it. is hope. There is light. If you can do it, they can do it. Absolutely. Stay focused. Absolutely. Chelsea, you have to write a book. We spoke about this. You got to make sure you write a book, but we yeah. love you and we, we thank be, you for we stopping get by today. That's all I'm we love you. You are a superwoman in our yeah. eyes. Absolutely. I love you guys. Thank you for your support. I wouldn't thank be you. I wouldn't be here without all the support that you I've wouldn't be here you if you didn't take the right steps to be where yeah. you are yep just Don't make ever forget that decision that. we yeah. love you thanks i love you guys too we'll see you at super circuit saturday march 7th Did you forget how to say it super circuit Saturday. i didn't, I didn't want to you know. super circuit saturday super, super there you go super circuit saturday we're gonna have march 7th. junkyard <laughs> training that yes was for you cryotherapy cupping cupping bat, 12 shots with revive we got it all we're gonna have sandwiches oh. i'm gonna get crumbled out there for some cookies the, yeah i'm gonna be at the table eating because it just goes to show you if you do the circuit you get fed and it's free. Get yourself a shot of, med- of, so of energy well. and give yourself a cookie. Dude, <laughs> check-in time is at 945. Make sure you meet us at Crunch Fitness Chambers in Mississippi, March 7th. We love you. It's Anything you want to say, please? Maybe, just maybe, What? I will get on the mic. One day. Out. Follow Big Dave's Power Half Hour on social media. At Big Dave's Power Half Hour. Join us next week for another episode dedicated to getting you healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's Big Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.